Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. Thanks so much for joining me again on our Chapter Day journey. We are starting a new and short book, the book of Malachi this morning, the first chapter. And it was verse 12 that really kind of resonated with me this morning. It says, but you profane my name, saying the Lord's table is defiled and its food contemptible. Today's podcast is entitled Profane. All right, so having just finished the prophecies of Jeremiah and the events of Jerusalem's destruction on this chapter day journey, I'm going to travel in time 150 years to the future of Jeremiah. I'm going to spend the next few days back in Jerusalem around the year 430 BC. Taking a quick view of the landscape, I noticed the contrast to the rubble I left behind at the end of Jeremiah. Now look at that. The walls of Jerusalem have been rebuilt. People are once again living inside the walls of the city. Many have returned to their homeland from the exile they spent in Babylon. And yeah, okay, certainly not the splendor of Jerusalem in its glory years, but hey, it's home for them. Hey, look, there's a new temple standing where Solomon's temple once stood. And it also, not quite the same. Solomon's temple was one of the seven wonders of the ancient world. This temple is, well, functional, if not awe-inspiring. Jerusalem, the surrounding area, is now a backwater province of the Persian Empire. There's a governor in charge. The new temple, uh, it's been standing there now for about 85 years. The walls completed about 30 years ago. Now, the rebuilding was a monumental task carried out and documented by Ezra, who was priest, and Nehemiah, the governor. Exiles returned. The city is back on the map. I mean, what a comeback story. Ezra and Nehemiah charged the people, said, hey, follow the law of Moses. Be faithful in worshiping God as prescribed in the law of Moses. So as I look around the streets and listen to people talking in the course of the temple, why is everyone so depressed, so cynical, so negative? Well, enter the prophet Malachi. He is the last of the ancient Hebrew prophets. His four chapters close the door on the period formerly known to us today as the Old Testament. After Malachi, there will be 400 years of political upheaval and prophetic silence. Silence until we hear the cries of a newborn baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. All right, back to the temple courts around 430 BC. Life is more or less working. The word functional keeps coming to mind, but not flourishing. See, the design God gave the Hebrew people through Moses was an entire system. It was designed to perpetuate life and health and blessing throughout the entire community, and then even beyond to the neighbors and other nations. The temple was designed to be the center of the community, and people would honor God. They would bring their first fruit offerings, in other words, the, the first and best of the harvest, their unblemished sacrifices, the best lamb or dove as sacrifices to the temple. The priests and temple workers were provided for through these tithes and offerings. And in turn, they then blessed and served the people. It was a reciprocal thing. 
when everyone put their heart into it, it works relatively well. And therein lies the problem. Witness the people bringing a meager offering to the temple, certainly not the 10% tithe that the law of Moses required. And yeah, they also bring grain and animals for sacrifice, but that lamb, man, it's certainly not the shepherd's best. The thing's half-starved. It looks to be diseased. So the priests go through the motions of accepting the sacrifices, but they certainly don't want to feed themselves and their family with this farmer's harvest dregs and diseased, meager livestock. See, the system isn't working. Everyone is going through the motions, but no one's heart is in it. They hear the promises of Jeremiah and Isaiah of a blessed and abundant restoration under a glorious Messiah, but that's not what they're experiencing every day. In short, they've lost their faith. They've lost their hope. And in God's opening message through Malachi, God addresses the people's cynical, defensive, and defiant attitudes. In verse 2, he says, but you ask, how have you loved us? And in verse 6, but you ask, how have we shown you contempt? And in verse 7, but you ask, how have we defiled you? God, through Malachi, goes on to tell the people that what they're doing amounts to profanity. That's the verse I read in verse 12. To modern readers, profanity is synonymous with saying naughty words. But the concept of profanity is much deeper. It's differentiated from obscenity or vulgarity. Profanity is when I empty something of its original good meaning. So, for example, if I take my family's precious and priceless fine china and great-grandma's antique silver spoons and I use them to feed a stray dog on the back patio, well, I'm, I'm profaning those dishes, that silver. If I take the name of Jesus, who I have chosen to make my Lord, and I believe to be the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, and believe that someday it will be at that name that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he is Lord. And then I use that name as a common expletive when I'm pissed off at somebody or something. Well, I'm profaning the name. I empty it of its real meaning. So in the quiet this morning, I enter the time machine once again and fast forward to present day. I'm in a church building watching people walk in and out on a Sunday morning. I watch myself, hey, welcome to the multiverse, <laughs> entering and leaving worship along my local gathering of Jesus followers. I compare myself in worship to my daily life, the words I use, my actions towards others, my relationships, and my attitudes each day during the week. Is my heart and soul in it? Or when I'm there at worship on Sunday morning, am I just going through the motions? Am I bringing my best to God? Or am I just bringing him the leftovers of my time and energy and resources? You know, the minimum required by my conscience to be free of any guilt and shame. Does my daily life profane the very faith I profess to believe? As God says through Malachi in today's chapter, you know what, I'd rather you just shut the doors and not even pretend than simply go through the motions 
because that's profane. I hope you have a great day, wherever this finds you, my friend. Lord willing, we'll be back here tomorrow.